Welcome to the Tanakh Podcast. Today, Sefer Micha, Perek Zion, Chapter 7. Our learning is dedicated to the success and safety of Chayalei Tzva Haganal Israel, to the swift return of all of the hostages, and to the Rufuah Shleima of all those injured in this war in Gaza. Chapter 7 of Micha, it is the last chapter of the book. It starts in a very negative way. It ends in an exceedingly positive way. So let's read a little bit and understand the beginning and the end. He starts with the words Alalai Li, which you might be familiar with from our keynote of Tishabav. Alalai Li, woe to me, because I'm the one who's picking up the last scraps of the summer. I'm picking up the last bits of grapes. There is nothing to pick. There is no grapes to pick. There's not even a fig left. Avad chasid mina aretz. In other words, what is what is missing, right? What is uh, what is to be depleted? And the answer is avad chasid mina aretz. The righteous have, are not to be found in the land. Ve'ashar ba'adam ayin. Nobody is yashar. Nobody is uh, straight. Nobody is honest. Kulam ledamim yarovu. They will all lie in wait for your blood or maybe for your money. Ish etachiu yatsudu cherem. Each person will trap the other. Al haraka paim lehitev hasar shoel. The government ministers ask for bribes. Vahashofets b'shalum, and you have to pay the judge. Vagadol dover havot nafsho hu v'yabtuha. Basically, here we have a description about the utter corruption of the upper classes, of the policy makers, of the people who are the forces of law. And everybody is taking bribes. Nobody is trustworthy, but not only them. If you look in Pasuk Hei, Alta Aminu Berea, you can't trust a friend. Al Tiftechu Ba'aluf, you can't trust uh, anyone. Um, and even Mushochevet Chekecha, even from your wife, she who lies in your breast, Shemor Pitchepicha, be careful what you say. Um, and it continues and says, Ki ben menabel av, because the son talks up to his father. But kama ba'ima, a daughter rises against her mother. Kala b'chamota, oivai ish on beito, oivai ish on beito. Each person's enemies are the people of his household. In other words, an absolute breakdown of society, an absolute breakdown of trust. Nobody can be trusted. Nobody, each person for himself. An absolute terrible situation. The end of the chapter, though, is the most uh, positive psukim that we we can imagine. We say them every single year at um, at, at Tashlich, right? Mi el kamocha no seavon Who is like you? He who forgives sin passes on 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 iniquity for all of the remnant of his people. He doesn't remain angry forever. Because he, he loves you. He, he only wants kindness. He will take you back. 
He will subdue our sins and he will throw all of our all of our sins into the sea. Be true to you, the truth of Yaakov, to your promises to Yaakov, to the chesed of Abraham, to all of the kindnesses that you promised to Abraham, that you promised to our ancestors all that time ago. And it's not only remembering the avot here, it's not only recalling the Yud Gimel Midot Rachamim, the 13 attributes of mercy, I hope you could hear, that no se'avon al pesha, um, God is Erech Apayim, He is Rav Chesed, right? Um, the, the idea that He is Yashuv uh, Um He also is going to talk about the idea of uh, Egypt. He made Seitra Pasuk Tetvav, He made Seitra Me'eret Mitzrayim Erena Miflaot. Like the days when you came out of Egypt. I will show you wonders. And then now, Mi el chamocha sounds like, Mi chamocha be'elim Hashem. You're going to, we're going to be shown miracles and wonders like when we come out of Egypt. And of course, in between that terrifying situation where the breakdown and decay of society, and between this end of the chapter where we have so much mercy, return, uh, the 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 resonance of Yisiat Mitzrayim. Of course, in between that lies the the trouble, lies the punishment, lies the exile. And therefore, he says, "Altis kinafalti kanti." If I have fallen, I will rise. Even though I will sit in dark, even though I will experience galut, Hashem orli. God will be light for me. Za'af Hashem Esa. I will bear the anger of Hashem. Ki Because I know I sinned to him. Adashe Yariv Reviv Asamish Bati. Right? Until he upholds my claim, until he will take up my plight. Yotzi'eni Or Eventually he will take me out of darkness into light. Er'er Betzid Kato. And I will see vindication by him when he will um, destroy my enemies. So we have an entire cycle in this chapter of, if you want, sin, suffering, maybe exile, maybe suffering, and restoration, which is quite a quite a cycle in just one short chapter. When I was learning the chapter, I found myself focusing on this amazing phrase, "kinafalti kamti," when I fell. I got up. And there's this amazing resilience, there's this amazing sense of Jewish history being able to experience a rebound. And uh, I think it's something I'm, I'm feeling now, this great need that after the great fall, if you want, of 7th of October, we really need Kamti. We need to find a way in order to rehabilitate. Interestingly, the Midrash, the Yalkut Shimoni on our chapter, uh, seems to dwell on this dialectical movement that sometimes we have to reach rock rock bottom in order to uh, rise up, in order to see the opposite. So, for example, he gives all sorts of opposites and says, mitoch rogez rachamim, out of anger, sometimes we realize that we have to actually have mercy. They use the pasuk, barogez rachem tiskor. And then it says, mitoch richuk kiruv, Sometimes when you're distant from somebody, 
suddenly you realize how much you need to get closer to them. Mitoch afila ora. Out of the darkness, we find ourselves understanding the light. Amitoch nefila kima. And suddenly when we fall, we realize that we really have to rise. As it says, kina falti kanti. Though I fall, I will rise. Now, I would argue that this is a, an amazing rule of, of, of Jewish history. And if I can refer this, I'm recording this in the week of Parshat Kitisa. And Kitisa is the week where we experience the 13 attributes of mercy. The Hashem Hashem El Rachum B'Chanun, which, as I mentioned earlier in this uh, podcast, is referred to this idea of Nosei Avon and Over Al Pesha and Yashuv Yurachamenu. And let me just say a word about Sefer Shemot. You know, Sefer Shemot could have given us Yitziat Mitzrayim, we came out of Egypt, we got the Torah, we built the Mishkan. And we didn't need to mention the Egel. The Egel could have been in a, in, in a, later, in a later book, the, the great debacle of the golden calf. But what's fascinating in this, in this book of Shemot is that we build the Mishkan, we are told to, to build the tabernacle, and then we have the great shattering of the golden calf where the, the tablets themselves are shattered, right? And everything is thrown into question. And then the Luchot are rewritten, the Luchot are written again and the second tablets are given, and then we actually build the Mishkan. What I would argue is that written into the DNA, written into the very fundamental script of Jewish history, written into the very fundamental narrative of what it is to be the Jewish people, is this idea of kinafalti kamti. That yes, we do make mistakes. Yes, sometimes we lapse into situations in which our priorities become skewed and we and we worship foreign gods. We 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 make mistakes, we lose our sense of our priorities, but there is always a sense of Yud Gimel Miyot Rachamim. God will accept us back. He is El Rachum V'Chanun. He is Nosei Avon V'Over Al Pesha L'She'erit Nachlato. He's willing to throw those sins into the sea. And he's willing to allow us to, to rewrite the Luchot, to write the contract, to write the Ketubah again. And then to build the Mishkan as if nothing happened, to rebuild, to rebuild the Mishkan and say, yes, we can overcome, even though we had Kinafalti Kanti. And by the way, in the very final verse of our chapter, Titain Emet Yaakov Chesed Abraham, what is this Emet Yaakov? And it is here that the Abarbanel says, well, what happened to Yaakov? Yaakov is the Av who actually went into exile and he came back. And God said to him, as he was about to go into exile, he said, I am with you, even though you are leaving the covenantal land. I will guard you wherever you go. I will bring you back to this land. Yes, you will experience exile, but you will also experience redemption. And therefore, when we say at the end, Keep your promises, your truth to Jacob that you promised to our forefathers all those all that time ago is indeed again this principle that though we experience dark times, we will come to light. Hashem Orli. Even when I sit in darkness, God is my light. Kinafalti Kamti. 
even though we've fallen, we will, we will rise. And that is the fundamental promise of God throughout Jewish history, that we will have a resurgence, we will have a repair, we will be able to mend, we will be able to rise, even from the greatest fall. And with that, with that hopefully optimistic message, we finish Sefer Micha. Along tomorrow too, Sefer Nachum. See you then.